Hello, and welcome to Comics, Fantasy, and Things. And if you've stuck around this long listening to the previous episodes, then you already know what I'm about. So, with that being said, let's dive into this latest episode, which is now known as Chosen One Syndrome. So, I'm sure everyone has heard by now the trope or the idea of the Chosen One. They come in different shapes, different sizes, different forms, different beings even. But they all have the same overarching concept one would imagine, or one would say. <laughs> a chosen one usually refers to as someone who, well, is chosen to fulfill some kind of great prophecy, a great deed, a, an amazing act or feat. And this one sort of prophecy or whatever kind of thing that the chosen one is supposed chosen to do can vary between person to person, priest to priest, etc., etc. They're pretty malleable in that sense, I guess you can imagine. But I think one thing should be clear is that chosen ones are often seen as a good guy thing. Most of the time they are portrayed as those for the good, the light, they're here to save the day. However, it's not always the case. There are such things as good chosen ones and bad chosen ones. Good chosen ones being those that would save the day, and bad chosen ones being ones that would, you know, probably destroy the world or bring down the system. But then again, good and evil, right or wrong, all that thing, all that stuff, they tend to vary between story to story anyway. So, who's keeping track? I know I am. (laughs) And I think we should also keep in mind here that chosen ones sometimes don't always fulfill a prophecy either, or, you know, are just chosen out of circumstance. They just happen to be a chosen one because of a circumstance that had befallen on them. Let's say... Uh, they were chosen just for the sake because someone needed to be a hero or they have this special power, therefore they are the chosen one. Oh my gosh. Uh, more on that later. But for now, I think one thing should also be clear is that chosen ones also tend to exist after they've done what they were supposed to do as chosen ones. So... At that point in time, then, can they really be still called chosen ones? Because what they did, what they were supposed to do, what was ordained, that's all done with. They have no sense of duty or responsibility or thing to carry out anymore because what's said is done. And therefore, the question comes to mind of if they're even chosen ones or not. So... I I can think of some examples within the realms of comics, fantasy, and things here and there. Although, generically speaking, they depends on you all, but genre-wise, they may not fit in these categories, but I'm doing the best I can here. And plus, in the realm of comics, the chosen one trope is so often used in a very obscure way, in my opinion. I mean, there are a few people, I will, I'll say one of them, actually. 
One of them in the realm of comics would more than likely be Hulkling. Most people don't know who Hulkling is, but he's essentially a Marvel character. Context here. The reason why he's the chosen one is because he is apparently half Kree and half Skrull. I'll probably go more into that in the Aliens episode, but essentially because of him being this sort of hybrid, he's able to lift this, uh, not lift, pull out this sort of space sword, which is essentially Space Excalibur, and therefore he becomes the king of space. I'm not joking, that's, that's the plot. That's how he's the chosen one. And he kind of remains the chosen one. After that duty is done, he just remains the king of space. So, I guess that can be a good example. That's a semi-good example of the sort of, I guess, how would I put it? Good chosen one prophecy. Probably a better one for this would be Liu Kang, however, from Mortal Kombat. Now, in recent times, Liu Kang has been kind of getting sidelined due to, you know, his popularity having proceeded throughout the near decade of his time in the franchise. But before any of that, back in the original timeline, he was indeed the chosen one. He was the one that was meant to defeat Shao Kahn, bring peace to the realms, and essentially just win Mortal Kombat and be the champion. And afterwards, he was pretty much a champion for a while. And then that's pretty much a good example of a good chosen one. He did what he was supposed to do and lived a semi-peaceful life. Granted, afterwards in Deadly Alliance, yes, he did get killed because of a double-team duo of um, Shang Sun and Quan Chi who then decided to gang up on him and kill him. But I guess that can be a sort of aftermath of his willfulness of being done as the chosen one because he lived a life of peace, he was doing fine, and then next thing you know, that happened. That's an unforeseen consequence, though. I don't think anyone can help that in any case. Um, a good chosen one, yes, it is Liu Kang because he did what he was meant to do. He fulfilled his duty, and he was at peace with that. And in the end, sure, unforeseen consequences happened upon him, but he still fulfilled his duty as a chosen one. Which is actually a funny thing. Most chosen ones tend to fulfill their duties no problem, good or bad. Which leads me to my next example, Anakin Skywalker from Star Wars. Yeah, no, he is the chosen one. No one else can say otherwise. Luke Skywalker and Rey are just people that happen to be the consequences of Anakin's actions as the Chosen One. Or rather, no, I can't say that. I don't want to say... I was going to say that they would be tools, but they're not. They do fulfill some sort of thing of their own time because they have their own journeys and their own characters. While there are people that are meant to uplift the Chosen One... They were not around at the time of Anakin's upcomings as the Chosen One, so therefore that doesn't apply. Moving on. So Anakin as the Chosen One, according to Jedi prophecy, was meant to be the one to bring balance to the Force. However, the Jedi in their hypocrisy, in their just overall prideful uh, high horse stance, they deemed themselves as balanced. They say, oh... When they hear, if they're meant to bring balance, then that means it's all for the light. Death to the Sith, no more dark side. 
But that's not true at all. Balance is meant to be the light and the dark. And Anakin, in the end of the Clone Wars, spoilers, in Revenge of the Sith, happened to aided Lord Sidious, a.k.a. Palpatine, in slaying a majority of the Jedi. And in that attempt, in him falling to the dark side, in him becoming the bad guy, he brought balance to the Force. Because at the time, there were nothing but Jedi. It was almost... There were thousands of Jedi in the galaxy in the time of the Clone Wars. All of them gone. One swoop. In one Order 66. And that was because of Anakin's actions as a Chosen One. Because he was meant to bring balance to the Force. And he did. And he did so again as Darth Vader. In, in A New Hope? I'm not remembering the movie at the moment. But at the end of the original trilogy... He did so again when he saved Luke from Palpatine. And once Palpatine was slain, Balance of the Force was brought back once again. Because Anakin's purpose was that as the Chosen One, he used to bring balance to both the light and the dark. And he did so. And once his duty was done, he died. Wow, that's actually a very... <laughs> that's a very common occurrence between Chosen Ones. They haven't died so much. I wonder if that's a thing with writers because they have nothing else to do with them or not, but that's a story for another day. But in any case, there are times when one would wonder what happens after Chosen Ones stop being Chosen Ones. Some live in life of peace, some die, but there are some that end up still being alive and, well, one could say Power Rangers being an example of them because eventually they end up stop being Power Rangers and then they go on with their normal human lives, but... I guess when you're once a ranger, you're always a ranger, and then next thing you know, they have those crossover episodes. It's a weird thing. But a better example of this would probably be, and bear with me here, a better example would be Steven Universe from the show, Steven Universe, actually. <laughs> so he is the son of a... I'm trying to remember. Okay, he is the son of a great alien empire known as long story short he's the son of a great alien empire that are, are basically walking gems and they tried to invade earth for so long and he stopped them and then eventually he made peace with them and then after all this time he ends up being called a chosen one because throughout the series of that show from his kid all the way to his teen years his soul goal his sole purpose was to try to fix everyone's problems and everyone's issues because he believed that he was the only one that could do these things because everyone needed him for something everyone needed him to do something to be something to be the helper to be the fixer but then after all is said and done after all that gets fixed steven begins begins sort of, sort of um introspection he begins reflecting on how much of his life has been nothing but fixing everyone else's problems but his own. He developed PTSD from all his past adventures and near-death experiences. He begins to become anxious and begins feeling useless around those he cared about because those people that he cared about don't really need any help. But as much as they all try to reassure him that they're still here for him, that they still love him, that they still want him around... He doesn't feel that way because he's not 
he feels that he's not being useful. And that's a sort of chosen one syndrome, one would say, because the chosen one is meant to be of something, is meant to fulfill something. And if you're to live that kind of life for so long, constantly fulfilling things, and then reach a point where it's like, well, now what? What am I supposed to do? Then, at that point, the chosen one ends up becoming not so chosen, and they just begin to wonder what their place would be in the world. Eventually, Stephen did find out what was next for him, and what comes next, and that he doesn't need to be the chosen one in order to be, you know, someone. But it was still very rough to watch in the end. It was still very hard to see, like, how far a chosen one could fall when they're just stopped becoming chosen. And that was actually very interesting, and hopefully we'll see more of that in the future, because honestly... If there are more chosen ones like that, it'd be 100% relatable. <laughs> but that's all I really have for today. No, no special clothes off, no anything like that. Just wanted to do this. And yeah, hope everyone has a good one. Catch you in the next time.